to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God, presented to you by Rev. Bright Nkrumah, the senior pastor of the Kodesh Family Church, Bronx North. He is an anointed pastor and teacher of the Word of God, affecting many lives. Now get ready to be transformed by this message. Father, we are grateful, we are thankful Amen. for this moment. We pray, Lord, that you give us of your spirit to lead us, to guide us, Amen. teach us, Lord, and bring us closer and closer to you Jesus. in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, um, we have a few minutes to hear the word of God, and then we'll break for our mock exam. Um, so um, today we are continuing with our status 527 and this week we've been talking about Anna. We've been talking about Anna uh, this whole month. We've been talking about Anna and we've been sharing about the Anna that someone ought to give to a person, how to honor relationships. We talk a lot about honoring different types of relationships that we have. And I hope you are blessed by the message and I hope you are touched by the message. And today we want to continue sharing. We are still sharing from Bishop's book, how um, we are sharing from Bishop's books, those who honor, those who honor. And today the subject that we are sharing on is how to honor someone with your substance. Wow. How to honor someone with your substance you know now as i was just sharing with you many christians you know when we talk about substance you close your ears you know you you shut off you know you cut off and then some of you the first statement that comes is there we go again you know and <laughs> so you see and then you cut yourself all the of the blessings completely you yeah. see but this is a very scriptural message this is this is a, a biblical doctrine and so if we are sharing from the bible then open yourself open your ears open your heart and receive and you'll be blessed Amen. hallelujah Amen. you know I, I i am i am telling you that things in the scriptures if you believe them they bring you blessings Amen. you understand yeah Amen. And no matter how difficult it may be for you, they will bring you blessing ultimately. And so how to honor someone with your substance, with your substance. Now, the first scripture is Proverbs chapter 3 and verse 9. Proverbs chapter 3 and verse 9. And it says, honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruits of all thine increase. Amen. Honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruits of all thine increase. Hallelujah. This is chapter Amen. 8 of those who honor you. Okay. So honor the Lord with your substance. So now here, there, you hear the word honor in the scriptures. Okay. Now the Bible talks about two types of honor. Okay. The Bible describes two types of honor and it talks about honor someone with a substance and you can also honor someone without the substance do you understand and they are all in the scriptures 
So honor the Lord with your substance. This is a scripture here in Proverbs that is teaching us to honor someone by giving something tangible to the person, to honor the person with a substance. Do you understand substance? Yeah. Substance means something. Something. Something, something, you, something can, you can touch. Um, you can hold. Do you understand? As a substance. As even you can define that in chemistry. Okay. It's a substance. You can hold it. Okay. And then even the dictionary also talks about two types of substance. I mean, two types of honor. Okay. So honor is a real thing that we ought to talk about. Jesus taught us that we will never be free from honor. Okay. The need to honor our fathers, the need to honor our mothers. And in Mark chapter 7 and verse 9, Mark chapter 7 and verse 9, the Bible talks about, it says, he went on, I'm reading from the uh, message version, in Mark chapter 7 and verse 9, it says, he went on, well, good for you. You'll get rid of God's command, so you won't be inconvenienced in following the religious fashions or the religious traditions. Moses said, respect your father and mother, and anyone denouncing father or mother should be killed. Mercy. But you whistle out of that by saying that it is perfectly acceptable to say father or mother, gift. You see, what is the Bible is saying is that, it says, he went on to say, well, good for you. You get rid of God's command, so you won't be inconvenienced in the following of religion okay or religious fashions so the things that are god's command we get rid of it and replace it with fine concepts of traditions you are preaching okay? and it says moses says respect your father and mother and anyone who denounces father or mother should be killed okay that means if you refuse to honor your father and mother if you refuse to give to your father and mother you are a person that ought to be killed. Do you understand? That's a very serious law. <laughs> That's a very serious law. And if we were to carry this law on today, you know, many of you who are looking at me, look at your faces, you must be killed. We should hang you. Okay? Many of you will be hanged. Many of you will put a rope around your neck and hang you because you have denounced your fathers and mothers of honor. You have not honored them. You have not given to them. You don't care for them. You don't care about them. And look at this. This is the reason how people put in to denounce fathers and mothers. They say, gift. What I owed you, I have given as gift to God. You see, what I could have given to you for food, to buy toilet papers, to buy, pay for your rent, to put a roof on your house that is leaking, I have given as gift to God. They came to raise funds and I gave to the church to, for healing Jesus. I gave to this. And for, so for that reason, I don't have anything for you. And you feel that is okay. You see, but the Bible says such a person, you ought to be hanged. Mercy. You ought to be killed. Do you understand? It says, it says you scratch out God's word and scroll a whim in its place. You do a lot of things like this. So you, you have to assess your own life and see that this scripture applies to you. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? That's so right. number one, 
honor with your substance by presenting something the person does not need and cannot use. Okay? Honor with your substance by presenting something the person does not need and the person cannot use. You can honor someone with something that you know that the person does not need or the person even cannot use it. Okay? So for every piece of the, this is a scripture from Psalm 50 verse 10. Psalm 50 verse 10. Okay? In a King James, Psalm 50 verse 10. It says, for every beast of the forest is mine. Okay? This is God speaking. He says, for every beast of the forest is mine, and the cattle upon a thousand hills. I know all the fowls of the mountains, mm. and the wild beasts of the field are mine. If I were hungry, I would not tell thee, for the world is mine, and the fullness thereof. Wow. Hallelujah. Wow. Are you understanding the scripture? Wow. This, is, this is God speaking, okay? This is God speaking. And he says that, you need to mute your phone. Okay, you have a child, you're not, the noise is coming in, the preaching. He says, for every beast of the field is mine. Every beast that is in the forest, God says, is mine. And the cattle upon a thousand hills, they are all his. And he says he knew every single fowl of the mountain, all the birds that are flying over the mountains. He says, I know them. And the wild beasts of the field, they are all mine. Mm. So if I were hungry, if God says, God says, if he was hungry, you are not the one he will come to tell. <laughs> you understand? Yes. The, and the, the, he gives you the reason. He says, and the reason is because the world is mine. Uh-huh. <laughs> And the fullness thereof. That means, and everything in the world is mine. So if I were hungry, I will not come to you. Do you see? So the gift you give to someone, when you give someone the gift, it's representing the person's worth and the person's greatness to you. Wow. Do you understand? It's not because the person needs it. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yeah. So if we give to the Lord, if we give to the Lord, we are given to honor him as what he is worth and his greatness, what it means to us. And yeah. it's not because he needs your food or he yeah. needs a lamb to be, you know, um, sacrificed to him because he's hungry. It's not because he, your gift may not be something the person can ever use. He mm. may never use it. Wow. And you know that most great people, they cannot use the gifts that you give them. Exactly. Because most great people, they don't even buy things from the places that you buy things. Hey. You understand? Oh, they yeah. don't go to the stores that you go to. So when you go to a store like that or you go to a place like that to yeah. bring something to honor the great person, you are just honoring. The gift represents your honor for the person. How you accept the person, how you honor the person, how you see the person. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? That's right. But there are gifts you present only for the sake of honor. That is all, for the sake of honor. Wow. And it's not that the person needs it. Hallelujah. Amen. Because, for, with, I mean, obviously, we all know that God created the heavens and the earth. Oh, yes. Okay? And everything that is in them, God so, created them. And 
when he asks us to honor him, when he asks us to honor him with our substance, we can also take only, we can only take what is in the earth. Isn't that so? Yes. Our substance cannot come from anywhere else but what is in the earth. Yes. Amen. And he says that whatever is in the earth, he created. It is for him. Okay. So there is nothing that he really needs from us, but we give these things just to honor who he is. Wow. We give them to, to him, to who he is, because everything in the earth is for him. And we don't have anything else apart from what is in the earth. Do you understand? And he knows every single thing that is in the earth. He says all the birds on the mountains, the, all the fowls, he knows them. Do you understand? So listen very carefully. It means that he also knows how much of it, how many of the birds you have. Okay. He knows all the money that is in the world. He knows all the gold that is in the world. He knows all the silver because he made them. And so he knows how much of it is in your hand. When you are honoring him, he knows how much of it you can honor. Uh, you understand what I'm sharing with you? I'm teaching you something very important. You are teaching, right? so I want you to have an open mind and listen to what I'm teaching you. And stop murmuring in your heart and in your, in your, in your, in, in your mind right now. Okay? You are teaching. So you see, you know some of you are very difficult for you. You understand? And I'm preaching to you to be delivered from that. Amen. Okay? Be delivered Amen. from that. Because it is a reason for your no promotion. The reason for where being stagnant where you are. Wow. Okay. It's a concept that God speaks highly of. Mm. To honor. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yeah. You are preaching. You know, Bishop talks about a certain person, a certain man who brought him two new cars. He came to him and brought, uh, brought him two new cars. You see, you should begin to say that one day I'll bring my pastor two I brand new cars. You are not even receiving the blessing. Reverend, two brand new cars. That's it. You say I will buy my pastor two <laughs> new cars. And then someone is sitting there. Someone is saying, "Ah, but Reverend, he has a car already." You see, you sure. can't understand it. New one. <laughs> Reverend, wait for it. Wait for it. <laughs> Are you understand what I'm sharing with you? I'll buy you, Rev. So he said that this person brought him two brand new cars. And he said, I know you will not drive these cars, but I'm giving them anyway to honor you. Wow. Do you understand? Yes. And indeed, he was right. He said he had a car at that time that he was driving, and he didn't need these two extra cars. Exactly. But he, used, he took the cars, and he blessed some other people with yeah. them. Wow. Do you understand? And the person who honored him with the cars has received his blessing, not worrying about what he's going to do with them. Mm -hmm. Do you understand? Sometimes some of you, when you honor someone with a shirt or a tie or something, you are looking for the day that he was wearing, he's going to wear it. And hey, does he not like it? I've never seen him wearing it. Does he not like the shirt I bought for him? Does he not like the tie? Does he not like the shoes? Does he not like the jacket? I've never seen him wearing it. What do you care? You have honored the person. The person has received it. That is it. You have received your blessing from God. It's a scripture that you have obeyed. And anyone who obeys scripture 
receive reward from God, not from the man. You don't like my message. I'm preaching a good message to you. Hallelujah. Many times to honor someone is to present something that is valuable that he doesn't need. It is okay. Wow. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? It is okay. Unfortunately, many people do not understand this principle or this doctrine of honor. This part of honor, people don't understand. So blessed to hear this. If someone were to come up with an idea that let us buy a let us buy a car for our pastor, you know, then there are others who will say he doesn't need it. The doctor. Don't worry, don't worry about that. Do you understand? The, the person will say rather, oh, no, let us buy him a shirt instead. <laughs> you see? But you realize that the pastor also has a shirt. <laughs> but you see, the shirt does not attract much of memory. It doesn't bother this person who is worried about the car. But if you say, oh, let us buy him five shirts. Oh, oh yeah, let's flow with that. Do you understand? He needs them. You know, after all, he can use them to preach, you know, he sweats, you know, the shirts get, you know, the necks get messy and he can change them. That's, but the pastor also has shirts. (laughs) So what I'm trying to show you is that when people don't want to honor, that is when they complain. That is when they murmur. It's because they don't want to honor. Mm. And such people, if someone does not organize them, someone does not organize them, someone does not bring them, someone does not ask them, they will themselves never honor the person. You are preaching. Wow. You understand? If someone does not ask them, oh, is reverence this? Is uh, the pastor is this? Is our boss is this? You know, is our boss's birthday? Is our uh, supervisor's birthday? Let's do this. They themselves will never honor. Mercy. Mercy. But I'm teaching you today to learn to honor. Man. You understand? That is why sometimes collective honoring is not so nice. Wow. You, understand? you let everyone honor. Okay. Because you receive like that. When you are asked and then you murmur and then you force to give something to honor, it's not an honor. Mm. Oh, Jim, brother, not Wilson. an honor. <laughs> and I am teaching you to learn to honor. It's a great blessing. You open many doors of blessing when you learn to honor. When you honor someone, you are honoring the person's achievement, his worth. You are honoring the person's existence. How valuable that person's existence is in your life. You are honoring the person's advice. You are honoring the person's teaching. You are honoring the gift that is upon the person when you honor someone. Hallelujah. God does not change the things that we have. God does not eat, you know, the fruits that you eat. They are not the fruits that God eats. At all. The kind of money that you use, your dollars, God does not need dollars in heaven. Do you see? So honoring God is just appreciating who he is and acknowledging his presence in your life. Can I have an amen? Amen. Number two, honor with your substance by presenting, presenting something physical, substantial, and usable okay so you see the first one we learned we say honor with your substance by presenting something 
the person does not need and cannot use. Okay, now number two, we are saying honor with your substance by presenting something physical, substantial, and usable. Amen. Okay, now the scripture says here in Malachi chapter 1 and verse 6. Are you enjoying my message? Oh, yes. I love it. Malachi chapter 1 and verse 6, it says, A son honoreth his father, and a servant his master. Rich. If then I be a father, where is mine honor? Okay. And if I be a master, where is my fear? Saith the Lord of hosts unto you, O priest, that despise my name. And ye say, wherein have we despised thy name? Okay. The next verse. You see, we can despise God's name and we have not said anything about the name of God. But just refusing to honor, God says, you have despised my name. Mm. So honor is something that is very important. You see, the next verse. Let's go to the next verse, verse 7. It says, ye offer polluted bread upon mine altar. Mm. And ye say, wherein have we polluted thee? In that ye say, the table of the Lord is contemptible. Contemptible means it is something that can be disrespected. Mm. Okay, something that can be dishonored, something that is not carried on with any respect. He says, you pollute, you, you, you offer polluted bread upon my altar. And you say, how have we polluted you? And he's explaining that in that ye say, the table of the Lord is contemptible. Mm. Now, there are some of you who do these things also. You see, you don't honor God with the best. You understand? You don't honor God with something that is substantial. And look at the next verse. He says, and if ye offer the blind for sacrifice, is it not evil? Or if ye offer the lame and the sick, is it not evil? Offer it unto thy governor. Will he be pleased with thee or accept thy person? Say the Lord of hosts. So this is what the people of Israel were doing. You know, when they are coming to the temple and they are bringing offering to be offered on the altar of the Lord, they will look in their stock. They will look in the flock. They will look at their sheep. And then they will take the one who is blind. Okay? The sheep who is sick, who is blind. That's what they will take. Okay, and then or some of them will take the ones who are limping. One leg is broken and can't walk properly. Mm. You know, that is what they will take to bring to the Lord. Mercy. Do you see? And then if we say that, ask for the Lord, he understands. The Lord understands that this lame lamp, this lame sheep, this sick sheep is going to die on me and I'm going to lose. So the Lord understands. Let me give it to him as an offering. Mm. Do you see? And we do this. You take, uh, you, you take chicken who is blind and then you bring to God. Hmm. A blind chicken. Forgive. You understand? And you bring to God. Or you take a cow which, whose legs are broken and can't walk anymore because you cannot use it for your farm. So you bring to the Lord. And many of us do this today. Yeah. Even in church, when you are giving offerings, you look at the, the queen wallet, the old bills, the, the, I mean, look, if you go to the treasures and they're counting money, sometimes the money, they don't, they can't tell if it's $5 or $20. This old and crumpled and nasty and smelly. 
that does not fit in your wallet. You don't want it in your wallet. That is the dollar that you put in the offering. True or not true? Why are you looking at me like that? It's true. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about is a thing that you've been doing. You know things, Reverend. You see, if you like, I'll bring one of the treasures on right now and he will tell you that what I'm saying is true. That sometimes they are counting the money. They have to put something, especially in certain countries, they have to cover their nose to open the dollars that you have put in the basket. <laughs> you understand? Because it, 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 those dollars do not fit in your wallet, so you offer them to the Lord. Mercy. May the Lord forgive your sins. Amen. Lift up your hands and receive forgiveness right now. Receive God forgive you. And he said, this is how they honor me. So, so honor with your substance by presenting a usable gift to a person. Hallelujah. Many gifts are unusable. Many gifts that people give, they are unusable. Sure. Sometimes people give gifts like vases. They give flower vases. You know, or they, you know, how many flower vases do you need in your home? <laughs> do you understand? Or they give you crystal bowls. You know crystal bowls? Tell us. They are these crystal bowls, you know, that people love to give. They wrap it and they put it in a box very heavy. And you are wondering, hey, what is this gift that some, someone has given me very heavy? Crystal bowl. <laughs> and then you take it home, you, 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 you don't know what to do with it. Whether to put fruits in it, whether to put water and put flowers, whether we put pebbles in it. We don't even know what to do with it. <laughs> or you don't know what I'm talking about. Wall clock, wall clock. Wall clock. You have wall clock. You, you have nice wall clock in your house. Somebody goes to Walmart and buy you another wall clock. Plain face. What are you going to do with it? <laughs> Are you understand what I'm sharing with you? Sometimes, sometimes we have all these crockeries that people buy, all kinds of home crockeries for, you know, like cutlery, this, this, that, this, that, <laughs> plates, all these things that people buy that you cannot even use. <laughs> you understand? But buy something that a person can use. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. A lot of wedding presents are never open. They never open them. They never use them. The boxes sit in their houses and the boxes are now faded. They don't even know what is inside. <laughs> if you look at the box, you will not tell what is inside because the, the thing is all faded. Mm. And mm. these are gifts. When you go to visit the person, you see the gift sitting there. And some of you, you get angry when you go and see your gift sitting there. What do you expect the person to do with that gift? <laughs> And you are angry that they are not using it. <laughs> you, see, you are angry on top of that. The Lord forgive your sins. Mercy. Amen. Sometimes people give exot, ex, some, some type of exotic chocolate. Exotic chocolate that the person cannot even eat. <laughs> you understand what I'm sharing with you? And these are all gifts that people give. I'm preaching a good message. Sometimes a, a, a man of God comes to a hotel or a woman of God comes to a hotel and people buy food baskets. The person is going to stay in the hotel for two nights. And then you buy a big food basket. She herself alone or himself alone in the hotel room. You buy this big food basket to be delivered to her or to him. And the person is there for two nights. So what is he going to do? And the person came from another country. So is it the person now going to pay for weight to put that thing on the flight to take with him? Or what are you going to do with it? 
Do you understand? So give usable gifts. I'm teaching you something very important. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, teaching. Give usable gifts. Sometimes people go there and they just take, they, they realize that the person left the food basket there. And then they are angry. They are angry that he left the food basket. After all, she could have taken it to this place to give to people. You know, people are hungry here and they don't appreciate it. But I'm preaching a good message. Yes, power changing me. Amen. Amen. You see, what you must realize is that what is unusable to you is also not a usable gift. Okay. Something that you don't find usable is not a usable gift to honor someone with. Mm. Notice the scripture. It says, the prophet warns about people presenting lame sheep, sick lamb, mm. and blind ones, blind cow, blind goat. Mm. You understand? A goat that is coughing and coughing. And then you are bringing coat vomiting, constantly vomiting. And then you are bringing as a gift to someone. A coughing goat. It's not a good gift to give. Uh, or a limping cow. It's not a gift, good gift to give. Hallelujah. Because if you don't want such animals in your flock, then it's not worth gift giving to the Lord or neither. Hallelujah. What you can use in your house or what you cannot use in your house it cannot also be used in the house of God. Or it cannot be used by anyone else for that matter. Rich, rich. Hallelujah. Number three, honor with substance by following what was done for Mordecai. Honor wow. with substance by following what was done for Mordecai. I want to read this passage with you. Esther chapter 6 and verse 1. Esther chapter 6 verse 1. Bear with me and let's hear this story. Very interesting story. It says, on that night, on that night, not the king, on that night could not the king sleep. And he commanded to bring the book of records of the chronicles. And they were read before the king. So here is King Hazarus. One night he couldn't sleep. And then he asked the bookkeepers to bring the book of records, the chronicles that have been recorded events of the nation, just to read to him so he can fall asleep. Okay, and as they were reading to him, this is what happened. He says, and it was found written that Mordecai had told of Bigtana and Teresh, two of the king's chamberlains, the keepers of the door, who sought to lay hand on King Ahasuerus. So you see, they are talking about when this happened, that two of the king's chamberlains or two of the king's guards, they wanted to stage a coup d'etat against the king, Ahasuerus. Okay? And the Bible says, and the king, as they were reading this, they came across this. And the king said, what honor and dignity had been done to Mordecai for this? Because Mordecai heard of the planning of Big Tana and Teresh, um, Teresh, and he reported it to the king. Mm. So the king was recording, reading this, and he says, what honor has been done to Mordecai for this? Then said the king's, the king's servant, that ministered unto him, there is nothing done for him. Okay? I am believing God that 
your name will come in a dream of your boss. Amen. Your name will come up on a dream or on the mind of your boss and says, this guy who has been working faithfully, hardworking guy with us, what, must, what has been done for him? Have they reviewed his salary lately? Have they increased him? Have they promoted him? Have they given him any increase? Your name is going to come on the mind of your boss and you are going to receive a promotion. You are going to receive an increase. Your boss is going to ask, what has been done for this guy? Bring something, let us honor him. Hallelujah. The prophecy that you receive is the same prophecy that shall come to pass in your life. Watch that somebody is going to give a testimony on this. Amen. Okay, and the king said, what honor has been done for him? And they said, nothing. And the king said, who is in the court? Now Haman was come into the outward court of the king's house to speak unto the king to hang Mordecai on the gallows that he had prepared for him. Now this Haman, he was a guy who wanted to slaughter all the Jews in the land. Mercy. And he was on his way to the king's palace to seek permission because he has prepared a gallow to hang Mordecai, okay, who was the leader of the Jews. He has prepared this to hang Mordecai because he hated Mordecai. Mm. Because Mordecai was also some form of a favorite to the king. And Haman wanted to be that close to the king. So he hated Mordecai and he was planning for him to be killed. So he was coming to the king's palace to seek permission to kill him. And the king's servant said unto him, Behold, Haman standeth in the court. And the king said, Let him come in. So he was in the courtyard. They said, Bring Haman in. Haman came in, verse 6, verse 6. When Haman came in, the Bible says, So Haman came in, and the king said unto him, What shall be done unto the man whom the king delighted to honor? Now Haman thought in his heart, to whom will the king delight to do honor more than to myself? Do you see? So Haman all along thought that the king really wanted to honor him. So now he's taking the honor to the highest level because the king is asking him, what should the king do to someone that the king chooses to honor? So now listen to Haman. The next verse, verse 7. And Haman answered the king, for the man whom the king delighted to honor, verse 8, let the royal apparel, the royal apparel, the royal robe be brought which the king used to wear, and the horse that the king rideth upon, and the crown royal which is set upon his head. Mm. Wow. Wow. And let his apparel, the apparel that the king used to wear, let the apparel and horse be delivered to the hand of one of the king's most noble princes, that they may array the man with all whom the king delighted to honor, and bring him on horseback through the streets of the city, and proclaim before him, thus shall it be done to the man whom the king delighted to honor. Wow. wow. <laughs> Verse 10. Verse 10. Move with me, please. Verse 10. He says, Then the king said to Haman, Make haste and take the apparel and the horse as thou hast said, and do even so to Mordecai the Jew that mm. sitteth at the king's 
gate. Let nothing fail of all that thou hast spoken. Wow. So this man was so disappointed. Do you see? He was so disappointed because he thought that all of this were coming to him. The king asked a crucial question. He says, what should be done to the man whom the king wants to honor? And Haman thought to himself that the king wants to honor me. He, Haman. So he gave a rundown of what should be done to a person who is going to be honored by the king. And note the things that he listed here. He listed the royal clothing, a special horse or a form of transportation, a crown, and public acclamation and recognition. Wow. You see? Now, he set a greatest example of uninhibited honoring. There is no limit of honoring. Wow. He wow. set a great example of uninhibited substance. True. He's seen in the honoring of Mordecai, mm. the king's gate man. So, you see, here the scripture answers all the questions about what to do when you want to really honor someone. From the bottom of your heart. And I tell you, the lesson that I get from this scripture is what I'm sharing with you. The lesson that I get from this scripture is that when you truly want to honor someone, you do exactly what you would want to be done to you. Oh, powerful. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes, right. You see, because Haman didn't know that the honor was going to someone. Yeah. And a lot of you, you, that is what you do. When the honor is going to someone, then you cut too much. This is too much. You see, if Haman knew that the honor was going to Mordecai, he would never would have come with this list. Not even, not even So I think that the honor that is worth honoring someone, when you really want to honor someone, uninhibited honoring, it is the exact thing that you would want to be done to you. Rich. That is what is honor. Wow. Is somebody understanding the word of God this said? That's right. Yes. So number four, honor with substance by doing something expensive for the person you want to honor. Wow. Honor with substance by doing something expensive for the person that you want to honor. Do you like my message? Yes, we're loving it. I believe you are being blessed. Okay, I'm delivering you from, you know, some people have difficulty in honoring, you know, and I'm setting you free from that because there is a great blessing in honoring. There's a great blessing. You see, there's a great blessing. When we announced last week, you know, you realize on doing our celebration service, we said it briefly. We just, we didn't make a big announcement you know, prepare, do this. We just said it briefly. Anyone who wants to honor the presiding bishop, just we, we show the number, um, cash up, something, something. Just send it. You ask yourself, how many of you did it? You won't do it because we have to beg you, pamper you, explain, bring scriptures, preach to you for two hours, and then maybe three weeks of preaching before you, you honor. You understand? But there are some that we just honor without even being told. Okay. For someone who has been a blessing to you. He says, honor with substance by doing something expensive for the person you want to honor. Mark chapter 14 and verse 3. He says, and being in Bethany, 
in the house of Simon the leper, as he sat at meat, there came a woman having an alabaster box of ointment of spikenard, very precious. And, and she broke the box and poured it on his head. And there were some that had indignation within themselves mm. and said, why was this waste of the ointment made? For it might have been sold for more than 300 pence and have been given to the poor. And they murmured against her. You see, indignation, indignation, to have indignation means that they have anger or annoyance, which was provoked by what is perceived as an unfair treatment. Are you understanding the message? Yes, right. That is indignation. So when this woman came with such an expensive ointment and broke it just to honor Jesus, there were people around, close people, who were around, who had indignation within themselves. They were annoyed. They were angered by this woman's behavior, by what she was doing. And many people do that. They fight. You know, when they are trying to honor some person, you see many people are fighting it. You know, they murmur. They say they become rude to the person who is leading this honor and so on and so forth. And it's not a pleasant thing. It's not beautiful. You see, and you are not the first person. This was done also to Jesus. Wow. You see, wow. it was done in the time of Jesus that people did this. Mm. But may you be delivered from doing this thing. Amen. I say, may you be delivered. Amen. So, so we are doing something, something that is expensive. We do something costly and expensive for a person that we want to honor. Amen. Hallelujah. There are times that we must set aside, we must set aside all restraints and shower the person that you wish to honor with something expensive. You know, sometimes just set aside restraints, set aside cutting corners, cutting short, and just honor a person. And that thing is beautiful in the eyes of God. And he respects it. And he blesses when people do that. Hallelujah. Many people wait for the person to die. You know, there are some of you who ought to honor your parents, but you are waiting for them to die before you honor them. Before then, you show unbridled and uninhibited love. Show them that you love them. You cry in a certain way, some special way of crying. Mm. Can I have an amen? amen? You cry to let them know that you love them, but when mm. they were alive, you were insulting them. Mm. You were fighting them. You understand? But when the person dies, when the person dies, that is when you show all the honor, okay? You show all the honor, then there are certain places when the person dies, they have unlimited expenditure for funeral. There is no limit. Do you understand? The, whatever the cost, they are going for it. There's no budget. And they will say that we will deal with it when we are done. <laughs> True or not true? You have not seen that before. I have seen that many times. You are preaching. Can I have an amen? Amen. Amen. They spend thousands of dollars just for the funeral. But when the person is alive, even the, the rain that is falling upon his head, and he says, come and put roof on my house, you cannot do that. Mercy. It's not an honor. Jesus memorialized this lady. 
what she did. It was memorial. Whatever the gospel is preached, this thing must be said. That is why we are reading about it today. That is why we are reading about it. She honored him in the time that she was alive. He was alive and she spared no expense. Mm. She, didn't, he, she didn't wait until he was dead and then he would go to his barrier and pour expensive ointment. It's useless. It's wasteful. Jesus. You are not clapping for Jesus. Put your hands together for Jesus. Wonderful. With substance, honorarium. I think I need to change my own. Let me use... Um... Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Amen. 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 Wonderful. You can still hear me? Yes. yes. Clear and loud. Wonderful. Number five. Honor with substance by giving a good honorarium to the prophet who has blessed you. Your honorarium is evidence of your honor. Okay. So honorarium is when someone visits you, when someone comes to bless you in your church, when someone, a visiting minister comes to bless you, then you decide to give him something to honor him. Do you understand? You see? So here we saw Saul who was going to see a man of God. When, you remember the story when Saul had lost his donkey and they were searching for it and now they wanted to go to a man of God to see he could direct them. And first Samuel chapter 9, verse 7 to 8, it says, Then said Saul to the, his servant, But behold, if we go, what shall we bring the man? For the bread is spent in our vessels, and there is not a present to bring to the man of God. What have we? You see? And the servant answered, Saul. And the servant answered Saul again and said, Behold, I have here at hand the fourth part of a shekel of silver. That will I give to the man of God to tell us our way. You see? So here is Saul and his servant, you know, and they are going to see a man of God, but they are going to see the man of God. They are worried about what shall we bring to him? Even just going to see him. What shall we bring to him? You understand? This is an honor that they have for the prophet. It shows an honor that we can't go to the prophets just with an empty hand. Okay? Mm. So the expense made on you is a sign of honor. So this is a sign of honor from Saul, the king, with his servants. He was not even a king yet. And you wonder why God chose him to be a king, you see. And then you are wondering why you have never been chosen to be anything. Mercy. Be because you have not learned to honor anyone. Mm. You have not learned to honor. And so you, you don't deserve to be in a position to be honored as a leader, as a king, as a supervisor, as a boss, you will never be chosen because you don't learn to honor the one who is above you. Preach. You understand? So Bishop talks about one time that he visited a church and he preached from his heart, preached powerfully, shared with the, with the leaders, stabilized the church. I believe he may have preached about loyalty and disloyalty and about honor. And he shared powerfully that stabilized the church. And he left the church. They didn't honor him. You understand? With the intention or with the presumption that they don't have money. They don't have anything to honor him. 
And then another minister from another country. You see, this, this church was in some country in Africa. Then another minister from another part of the world, across the ocean, came to their church. And then came, but they saw his ministry as a brand ministry. Do you know some people's ministry are like a brand ministry? Yeah. That if you visit you, you can put it in your, on your billboards that this person was here before. Or, you know, dedication or dedicate something in his name that he visited your church and it's, it's a, like it adds a brand to your church. Yes. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes, right. So this man of God came to this church and preached and also left. And they gave him, they gave him a large sum of money mm. to show that they honor him, but they didn't honor the local pastor. Mercy. Mm. Do you understand? And sometimes churches do that also. Do you see? But may we be delivered. May we not be the church that does that. Amen. We honor. We honor men of God. We honor men of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And um, let me share one last one with you. Honor with substance by rewarding the person who has been a blessing to you. Wow. Honor with substance by rewarding the person who has been a blessing to you. Okay. Now, you see, this is something that many people forget. You know, many people, they cannot trace their blessings to someone who had been a blessing to them. Many people are not able to retrace their blessing. And many people, when they reach a state of blessing, they forget everything that was before them. Okay, and that God does not honor. Wow. wow. You understand? God does not honor such things. You understand? So you see that all through the Bible, God's servants are honored with substance because they are blessing to people. That's God's true. servants are always honored mm-hmm. with certain substance because they are almost always a source of blessing. Yes. And never think to yourself that it is not biblical. Okay. Don't think it's not biblical because it is in the scriptures. Sometimes it's just that you are ignorant of these doctrines. So we are going to look at some few scriptures here. When Paul was honored after he was a blessing to the island of Malta, okay, he went, he says in um, Acts chapter 28, verse 1 to 10, he says, and when they were escaped, when they were escaped, okay, I cannot read this whole scripture with you because of for the sake of time. But here is Paul when he was being when he was arrested, and you remember when they were on when they were sailing, they were taking him to Peter, and they, there was a storm, and then the ship brought them to Malta. Now Malta, but it was Melita in the scriptures, the island of Malta. And then when they came out, you know there was this. Wicked people, the Bible described them as barbarous. They were barbarous, bar- barbarians, okay? But they hosted them. They received them. They lighted fire for them because it was cold and it was rainy day. You know, they lighted fire for them and so on and so forth. And as they sat by the fire, as they sat, Paul gathered some sticks together. And as he was doing it, he was lightening them. There was a, a, a viper that came and wrapped itself around Paul's hand. Do you remember that story? Yes. And the people said, 
because of his wickedness. That is why he's been arrested. Because of all the evil, even though he has escaped the arrest, the storms had brought him to Melita, the island. Look at where still he's been arrested by the viper. You see? And sometimes people think of all kinds of things when something is happening to someone. They attribute it to all kinds of things. Yes. But Saul, then Paul, he just shook his hand like this and the serpent went off because the people thought he was dead. And when they look and they realize he wasn't dead, they thought that he must be a God. Mercy. And the Bible says, so when this was done, others also which had diseases in the island came and they were all healed. So Paul preached there, healed so many people and they brought so many sick ones because he healed one Publius who was a leader on the island and they brought several other sick ones and they healed them. And the Bible says, who also honored us with many honors. So they honored him because he was a blessing to them. Even barbarous people, people who are described as barbarian. When a man of God did some good to them, they honored them. That you are not barbarous. They are not barbarous. Therefore, you can do better than a barbarian. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, there's also a story about Balak and Balaam. When Balak sent people, his princess, to Balaam to bring him over to prophesy, he was prepared to give unto him, to promote him, and to give unto him great honor in um, Numbers chapter 22, 15 to 17. Balak was also prepared to honor the prophet Balaam because he was a prophet and he he, he, he respected his prophecy and so he was prepared to honor him. And the last one is in Judges chapter 13 and verse 17. Judges chapter 13 and verse 17. When we, we read about Manoah, the father of Samson, the Bible says Manoah, the father of Samson, wanted to honor the angel who brought him good news of the birth of Samson. You see? brought him news that you are going to have a son and then the bible says and manoah said unto the angel of the lord what is thy name that when thy saying come to pass we may do thee honor mm -hmm. so he was just he has not even received it but he was prepared to honor this prophet and this angel who brought him this good news let it be in your heart always that you are ever ready to bless someone who has been a blessing to you Amen. Someone has prayed for you, someone has ministered to you and has been a blessing to you. Rise up and honor that person. Amen. Learn to honor people with substance, something that is worthy, something that is of value. Learn to do that. And I believe as you do that, God will also set you on high. God will set you in a position to be honored. When you honor, no one will honor you. As you are honoring, God is also bringing people. Because that spirit that is in you, you see that you are with colleagues, and by the time you realize amongst them, then they set you on high. And then the same colleagues that you were eating and drinking with, now they are honoring you. They are calling you a different name. They can't call you the same name anymore. Wow. Because you have that spirit in you, because you also choose to honor people. May the Lord honor you as you honor others. May the Lord cause people to give great gifts to you, valuable gifts. Amen as you also give valuable gifts to others Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. Bless you. Let us bow our heads for a word of prayer. Amen.
Father, we are thankful for your word. We are thankful for direction. In honor. Lord, we thank you for showing us how to truly honor. May we have that spirit to honor, to honor a person without any hindrance. Father, that we will honor from our hearts. Let us not limit the honor that we can give to someone. Let us not limit how far we will go to honor a person who has been a blessing to us. We pray, Lord, that you will instill in us this spirit, this ability in the name of Jesus. Deliver us from memory. Deliver us, oh God, from memory. When a man of God needs to be honored, when a person needs to be honored, when someone who has been a blessing in our lives needs to be honored, Father, deliver us from memory. The people that were around you, they had indignation when the woman came to anoint your feet with expensive ointment. Father, may we not be of such people. May we not be of such behavior. May we not be a church that has indignation when someone ought to be honored. But Lord, we pray that we will honor, that we will receive the blessings of honoring. We thank you, Lord, for setting us free from this disgrace and this embarrassment. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. Well, with all eyes closed and every head bowed, I want to pray for anyone that is on the line that wants to give his life or her life to Christ. You are online right now. You are fellowshipping with us and you want to give your life to Jesus. Bow your heads with me and let us pray. And lift up your hands. You are saying that, Reverend, pray with me. I want to receive Christ as my Savior. I want to receive Jesus into my life. I want to welcome Jesus as my Lord and as my Savior. If that is your prayer, lift up your hand and I'll pray with you. Lift up your hand and I'll pray with you. Anyone who wants to receive Jesus. Father, I want you to repeat this prayer for me if you want to receive Jesus. And I want the church to join me and say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Thank you for dying for me. Thank you for dying for me. I come to you. I come to you. Just as I am. Just yes. I, am. I am a sinner. I am a sinner. And I've sinned against you. And I've sinned against you. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Forgive me of my sins. Forgive me of my sins. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness. This afternoon. This afternoon. I welcome you into my life. I welcome you into my life. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Be my Lord. Be my Lord. Be my master. Be my master. Be my savior. Be my savior. Say, please write my name. Please write my name. In the book of life. In the book of life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For saving me today. Saving me today. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. My God and King. We believe you have been blessed with this powerful message. Come worship with us at Kodesh Family Church, located at 1734 Williams Bridge Road, Bronx, New York, at 12 p.m. every Sunday. God bless you. I see.